0: Whether you're fly fishing in a stream Getting those ankles wet
1: Or deep in the ocean casting nets Fish nerds Fish nerds Fish nerds It's a podcast Just for the hell of it Fried in a basket or broiled in a pan Eat it raw like you're in Siam Fish nerds Fish nerds It's a podcast.
2: Support for Podcast 42 is brought to you by Manscaped, who's the best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. And that rhymes, which means it'll stick in your head. What won't stick against parts of your body is the Manscaped Lawmower 3.0. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their engineering team has perfected the greatest trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved version of the trimmer, which they called, like I said, the Lawmower 3.0. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. And if it takes you 90 minutes to shave, then you should have bought this product a long time ago. The waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower. That's a good thing. One of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. They've also upgraded a 7,000 RPM motor with Quiet Stroke technology. And you know that's impressive because Stroke has been copyrighted. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. But here's something I personally loved about the Manscaped company, and they do not get enough credit for this. But they do their part in raising awareness for the most common form of cancer among men ages 15 to 35. They partnership with the Testicular Cancer Society, which aims to spread a very important message about early detection and self-screening to protect yourself against men's health issues and cancer risks. So, with the discount code PODCAST42, it's put all those words together and use the numbers 4 and 2 when you type it in, you can get 20% off and free shipping. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code PODCAST42. And everyone who has to look at your hairy person will thank you.
0: to embark on a show about four people who find themselves thrust into the backstories of pop culture history. Join Christopher DeVos, JL Trost, Laura DeVos, and Sabrina Pierre as they poorly impersonate celebrities, drink a lot of beer, and answer very hard trivia questions. You are now listening to...
3: Podcast 42. It's like, okay, but now that was fun. Now I'm tired. <laughs>
2: Speaking of being tired, it's time for Podcast 42. I'm Christopher DeVos.
0: I'm Sabrina Pierre.
2: Jay Charles. I'm Laura. Hi. <laughs> Hitting that beer cooler early. Gotta pour everybody's drinks. Speaking of beer cooler, why don't we just go right ahead and open that sucker up.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: J.L. Beer Cooler, it's cooler than you think. J.L. Beer Cooler, it's
2: cooler than nothing to drink. It's cooler than nothing to drink. Yeah. Hey, what is this mess?
1: It is from Proclamation Ale Company. It is their derivative single hopped pale ale, Vix Secret. Vix.
3: Like Vicks Vapor Rub? Yeah. I don't know. Is no, it's that why
1: it smells like, it. like menthol? I don't. It doesn't smell like <laughs> menthol. I haven't really sniffed it yet. I was looking at the it random like unicorn on the on the can here.
2: I don't know whether I'm supposed to drink it or rub it on my chest. <laughs> either way, it takes care of the rona
0: either, <laughs> either way, it's going to put hair on your chest.
2: Wouldn't that be uh, that. Like incredibly funny if all along Vicks was the answer to it? <laughs> Corona uh, yeah no. sitting windex, on the shelves for this entire vix
3: year and windex. Robitussin. Windex,
1: Robitussin, windex and vix would be yeah, the top three it. that I would just laugh at yeah
0: yeah my dad was a big vix user so, but um, he would like take everything. it and he'd put it on his tongue what no, no. Way. yeah no. he was nuts I'm telling you like he was the windex guy and he would just yeah he'd on put the tongue? On, his to- on the like towards the back of his tongue
2: why I think he would get sick
3: never did. He got better. Yeah. <laughs> he was did. doing it because he was already sick. That's right.
2: I mean, I love me some Vicks. Yeah. I love the smell of it. Like,
0: But no, he was nuts. Smear he tried it to all convince me to do to it. Bed, it was like, It, it, it says right here on the bottle. Nuts. Don't consume. put it in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs>
2: no. Chris like, bathes in it, and the next day <laughs> he wakes up like a new man. Yeah. You can bathe in it. <laughs> they make Vicks uh, shower tablets, which are awesome.
3: You're welcome for finding those. Yes,
2: it looks like a, <laughs> looks like a tablet that you put in the toilet to clean the toilet with. You know, in the <laughs> oh,
3: like the urinal tablet.
2: No, no, like
3: the white circle.
2: And then it just you know, like the urinal tablet, kinda. Yeah. And as you flush it, it bleaches it out. Well, it, it's that size, but you stick it in the shower. You turn on the hot water, and all that menthol just steams so up in actually your shower.
3: Wash with it? No, it just no. steams. It's like the steam from the shower. So it's that it's whole it's logic
1: steam. of like where you go into a shower so the steam will Correct. like decongest mm-hmm. you or whatever yeah. like that yes. so it's good Correct. for you but you have the Vicks which is mm-hmm. really going to do the trick. Yes.
3: That's I'm smart. a firm believer in Vicks on the
1: bottom of your feet with socks. I've heard that yes. but there's something about sleeping with socks on that
3: I just can't But you don't like yeah. when you used to be allowed to go to work sick You don't sick. Even wear socks.
0: No no. I know that's why sleeping with socks would just be like ridiculous.
3: When you used to be allowed to go to work sick I would do it on the bottom of my feet. For work. Oh, so, so that's that why that smell your, was there every that was day. That's why I always smelled like Vicks every day. Because <laughs> every day I put Vicks on my feet, man. Wow. It was yeah. Here I thought she was just sick of work. She was legitimately sick.
2: <laughs> Do you yeah. know the people who never get sick ever? Yeah. They work in the Vicks factory. Yeah. That's probably true. <laughs> I would be so sleepy if I worked in the Vicks factory. Because that's one thing that the VIX does do to me. It makes it knocks me out almost immediately. So I can't imagine being one of those workers and trying to pack all those little jars. So it's like turning on a movie for you. I've been Ooh. staying
3: awake lately for uh, Or sitting down on the sofa. Oh, yeah. Or sitting down in the car as a passenger. Or sitting down in the car as a driver. <laughs> or sitting down. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'm not getting in the car with Chris if that's the case. <laughs> That's why I drive all
2: the time. And I currently drive for a living, so
3: (laughs) it's It's really rough. I
2: have the lowest uh, delivery times right now. It's because I take
3: naps. (laughs) So you have the longest delivery times.
2: So, yeah, like the boss will call and say, hey, you've only delivered like six packages this hour. Are you okay? Yeah. (laughs) It's a really Uh, hard route. Traffic traffic so bad i I delivered a package to the vix factory and it put me to sleep <laughs>
0: yeah but no i used to put the the vix on the bottom of the girls feet you still they do younger. sometimes i do yeah
2: that's back when they had feet <laughs> <laughs> no, why, why don't stubs. you do it now <laughs> just like, i used to do it but now they just suffer
3: when they're yeah. sick well now they're their old enough that off. i can like,
0: put it on their chest but i like it on um. my I,
3: i'll do it on my feet and my and my chest at night and then yeah like if yeah, I have to go out during the day, it just goes in the bottom of my feet. Isn't no. like the whole thing with the feet because like it'll like soaks into the feet and like
1: I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know.
0: Uh, you- my mom always used to say, um, especially when the girls were younger, like because blood
1: like go has to like all everything yeah, has to go through your said, feet, like that your whole circuit. Yeah, so like, feet and head.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so like if when the girls were not feeling well. She was like check like you know you can take a, a wet cloth and the girls tied it up around their head and stuff so I'd take it and we'd lay it over like their ankle or their feet and stuff and it would help cool them down too.
2: There's uh mm. like an old wives' temperature tale temperature control that you put onions in your sock when mm-hmm. you're
3: sick. I've heard that too. Raw, raw, raw can't make onion. them smell any worse. Or yeah. a raw onion on your on your nightstand next to your bed because it absorbs all the toxins in the in the room.
1: And then it went on your salad. <laughs> <laughs> can't waste this onion no way i spent way too much money on this onion <laughs> i told you, you get the really bad white onion not the good red onion oh i could eat red onions raw that's, that's the only good. onion i could eat raw red onions are usually the, best. the one that people eat raw is the red yeah. onion yeah red onion gets the best flavor
0: although i've i've known family members to pick up like a walla walla sweet and just bite into that
3: Nope. Nope. It's got to be in something.
0: I have odd family <laughs> members. Clearly. Well, my my yeah.
3: cousin would eat tomatoes like apples. Yeah. like he
1: I would, mean, I've seen people do that, but it still throws there. me yeah. off every time I see it.
3: He'd sit there and eat that. Don't apple, make that face tomato. at that
1: beer. Do not make that face at that beer.
3: I don't know how I feel put about that. Put beer. your feet in it. You'll feel better.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's not,
2: fixed, remember? I can't do the raw tomato.
1: No, no, no. Too early. Don't, t- no, don't no.
3: wag your finger at me. Nobody was too there for early. that. Doesn't matter.
1: We were there for that.
3: Nobody was there for that.
1: Today, Laura tried to go on a ride.
2: Because you guys were at Universal. Because we
1: were at Universal. You got to set it up and set up the whole virtual queue thing and she goes and shows the guy the thing and instead of just being like oh sorry you're too early or just like anything really nice this he guy looks at her his
0: waves at his,
1: bags his finger at Laura and goes no 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 you're, you're too, too early and just gives her all this
3: attitude. Now mind you I hadn't eaten yet and everybody who knows me knows what that means. Yeah And I was angry. like I have to walk away from this situation right now because someone's gonna get hurt. And I'm <laughs> laughing because I was waiting for her to tear into the guy Because like 10 minutes before
1: she goes, I'm 25 minutes away from being hangry.
3: Yeah. I was like, we got 25 minutes to get food in my stomach or it's not going to be pretty. And I was like, but you know what? We'll use, we'll use our virtual cue pass. I'll get food after it'll be fine. And the guy wanted to wave his finger in my face. And I was like, I just gave my group my warning. (laughs) And that was about, I don't know, 15 minutes ago. So we're like 10 minutes out now. (laughs) It's not pretty. Don't wave your finger in my face. Why were you trying to cut in line? I wasn't. (laughs) One, I didn't know what time it was, because who looks at their watches? Yeah, we thought
1: it
2: was close enough to the time that they would have been like, by the time, I mean, usually they don't scan until you get right by where the lockers are. You all have smartphones, and you have a smartwatch, so it's all on you.
3: No, usually they don't scan. And it's two days
2: before Christmas when you're in a theme park. That's the worst time to be. No,
3: usually they don't scan until closer up by the entrance to the ride. And so it's like, oh, by the time we get through this, like, fluff of a line, they'll scan and it'll be time. They were scanning right there, and I didn't know that. Like,
2: Jail's talking about going tomorrow. He's crazy.
3: Yeah, why not? Today wasn't too bad.
2: Yeah, no, it was terrible. When I was walking out, it was a sea. I was fighting. I needed Moses to part <laughs> so I could get through there.
3: I don't think today was that bad.
2: And then the security guards wanted to keep putting me back in line to go into the park, like... Why are you leaving? (laughs) And I had to check with each security guard to get out of the park. I'm like, no, I'm leaving. And they're like, no, you need to go back in line so you can go through security. I'm not going through security. I'm leaving because my wife dragged me here at 3 o'clock in the morning and we've already done all the rides.
3: (laughs) That's true. I do feel like we did the entire side of the studios before like 9 o'clock.
2: I will say it was smart to get there that early because it was crazy trying to leave. There's just so many people.
3: Yeah. Well, it's a holiday. What do you expect? Well, I can't.
2: I don't understand those people, it, including you, that want to spend their holidays in a theme park with 50 million other people. And it's not it's only thirty
3: five percent of fifty. I know million. that's what
2: I'm saying. It's not even full because they've they've down the numbers, and I can't even imagine what a full park looks like anymore. Because at thirty three percent, it's still too many
3: people. Thirty five. Whatever. <laughs> don't whatever it worse. I'm not. I'm just. I'm filling in the facts so that our listeners don't get misled.
2: Well, they're already misled because we're not doing any theme today. <laughs> Wait, there's no theme? There's no theme. Actually, what's going on is that there was supposed to be a kid's show that was going to be our last show of the year. We had uh, all the Podcast 42 kids record an episode. My kid didn't. No, she won't talk on the mic anyway, even though she wants to be a theater kid. She'd be the first uh, mime theater kid. She must work behind the scenes. That's fine. She doesn't even want to do that. Laura's taking a nap during this, so. But anyway, that show did not record. (laughs) That's how we started this year as well, too. Laura taking a nap. That shows a big goose egg on the audio. So now we're just (laughs) chit chatting tonight.
1: Yeah, grabbed a beer, started talking, kind of doing a what episodes did we like from this past year? I liked all the ones
2: I worked on.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I like the Slytherin one. And I (laughs) like the other (laughs) eighty (laughs) percent. I just show up.
2: (laughs) You think he did most of the writing around here, or something? I will say that I think actually my favorite episode of the year was the Serial Monster episode (laughs) because it was a different subject, and it brought me back to my childhood, and I think I got several of you naked in the script. (laughs) Yes. So that was fun.
3: Was that? Was (laughs) it though? I was cooking bacon. And yeah, it it's not the first so time you've seen me.
2: some of us naked. <laughs> that's, how we, that's how we recorded the episode as well. <laughs> the thing is, I never realized that they stopped making that cereal, and it only comes out during Halloween. I know. It took me a while to realize it, because I remember seeing, like,
1: Frankenberry, Booberry, and Count Chocula, like, year-round, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it just became
2: a seasonal thing. Yeah, I wonder why. So, I don't know. That was a fun episode. And I've never had Yummy Mummy, so... Yummy Mummy? I was kind of hoping that they would release that this year. Or Fruit Brute. Oh, the Fruit Brute. Boo is the best tasting of those cereals. Yeah, I hear that from people. I don't eat any of them. You should try them. I don't really cereal. I don't cereal much either. But when it's like, if it's a specialty thing, like a seasonal item, you got to go for it. Kind of like you have to go for the McRib when it comes back. Oh, I was back. just going to say. Really, <laughs> have
3: you ever eaten a McRib? I
2: have eaten a McRib. When? When it comes back.
3: It's already it's back. back. So when have you eaten a McRib? I'll
2: have one and I'll be like, why did I order this? Because it's nasty. And then it'll go away. And next year I'll be like, oh, the McRib is back. I'm going to have one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so me and Jocelyn go to McDonald's last night and our drive back home. And they have the sign for the McRib. And I'm sitting there waiting to order. And I'm like, I don't think I've ever had a McRib. Me either. It doesn't, ever. It doesn't taste like anything. Like, I don't it think I've had it. It doesn't
2: look good to me No, that's either. what Jocelyn said. No. Like,
1: when you look at it, it, to me, it just does not look good.
2: It looks wrong.
0: And it looks better... In the pictures than one it actually shows. Well, every right. food picture
1: does. But when I think of a rib, I think of like bone in rib, and I'm mm-hmm. just going, well, how am I putting yeah. this on a bun or no, whatever? This is totally, and just not just meat. like Fred Flintstoning it, where I'm gonna like have to like pick a bone
2: out, like as I'm like biting into it. It looks like fake meat covered in barbecue sauce. Yeah, a couple well, pickles thrown on.
3: Probably what it is. Well, I'm sure it's gonna be barbecue real meat. and pickles
2: all the time. It only tastes like sauce. You ever notice that, like? pickles don't
1: come with everything like it's like usually like sandwiches stuff like that but the moment you say hey we're having barbecue everybody's getting a pickle it doesn't matter what it is everybody gets a pickle whenever you order barbecue
3: really why i don't know it's like you're not eating southern barbecue probably not you know
0: no i think that's technically north carolina barbecue is it the
1: pickles yeah yeah it's like there's always like a pickle yeah which i'm not complaining i like
2: pickles but why
1: yeah, either there, There's North no or reason South Carolina. To,
2: to me for it. I only like pickles on a sandwich. I, I just, don't like raw I don't uh, like to just eat a pickle. I like pickles. I like, I like pickles. This one like drinks that. the juice. I don't do yeah. that.
3: I can sit down and eat the entire jar of pickles and then finish it off. See, and I, I looked at uh, my Golden one juice. friend.
1: I said to him, I go, I'm like, all right, because I work in a restaurant. I go, what is up with picklebacks? Like, mm-hmm. when did that become like the it shot to do? When and did everyone
2: apparently... start hating Pickleback? I mean, they seem like a decent band.
3: <laughs> well, that's Nickelback.
2: Oh, okay. Sorry. Go ahead, Janet. <sighs> I interrupted you for a really bad joke. <laughs> I know.
1: This is how you remind me every time.
3: <laughs> so, every time I sit Look there and at I'm like... my
2: photograph.
1: <laughs> oh, he's just like an animal. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just, I don't get it. Like It's like, here, we're going to do a shot of Jameson and I'm going to chase it with pickle juice. Well, it's when, good.
3: You don't shoot Jameson, you sip Jameson.
1: No, Jameson you can just, it's it's an Irish whiskey, you Okay. Can just, boom, done. I it's went to smooth, the Jameson Distillery. Super smooth. Super no, smooth
3: no, no. And just, you can just, it's,
1: it's
2: one of those things, you don't mean to do it, but you can just drink it real quick. Yeah, if you don't like whiskey, you can drink Jameson. It's that smooth.
3: No, I went to the Jameson Distillery, and the lady told me, the proper way to drink Jameson is to sip it. Actually, she said, zip it. No, she was telling you to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's what it was. No, she yeah. she said you have to sip Jameson. You don't shoot Jameson.
0: Yeah, but I feel as Americans, we don't actually read labels or follow instructions.
3: Right. I feel like as Americans, we just chug liquor. Yeah. Like, that's what we do. We sure do.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like that one beer we had in the beer cooler. We're like, uh, oh, this, this one told super... me I should roll it. <laughs> yeah, that was
0: one. Uh, See, maybe that's why it tastes weird.
2: All right, Sabrina, we'll go around the room. What was your favorite episode this year? Do you remember the episodes we did?
0: (laughs)
1: We talked about them at the dinner table while eating tacos.
2: White people tacos. Uh,
1: And then Chris told us that we should stop talking because we had a good show out there and we need to come in here and record it. Right.
0: Yeah. No, I remember all of that.
1: But
2: not Uh, the episodes.
0: But not the episodes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You were a big fan of the old radio plays.
0: I, did, I had fun with those because it was, we got to do some improv with scripted material. Like a little bit more improv. Which is what we do. At. Yeah, but I mean, anyway. like, <laughs> as far as like, yeah, but I'm saying like character wise, like we came in last minute and I guess we do that too. <laughs>
2: yes. That doesn't really change stuff. Somebody else wrote it. That's no. the only difference
1: between. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as funny as it, like when we well, wrote it. I, an-
0: I enjoyed getting the suggestions from. From the the group On Who To Be? Yeah, on Who To Be.
2: The quirks. Yeah. That we did. That
0: I enjoyed those doing that. I never got to be James Headfield.
2: (laughs) I just don't think they translated well audio wise. Like if we did a live show on stage, I think it would be better.
0: Yeah. No, it was they were kinda hard to follow.
2: Yeah. It got really weird for the listener. (laughs) What is going on? Yeah. I got to be Joe Friday. I loved that.
0: I was a dinosaur. (laughs) <laughs> That's normal.
2: <laughs> that
0: sounded like a parrot.
3: Yes,
2: it did. <laughs> See, uh, speaking of the dinosaurs, that. I would have thought that your favorite would have been Monday Night Football. <laughs> because you wrote it up and then I added dinosaurs and then you decided <laughs> to never write again.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
2: <laughs>
0: I hated that script. I
2: I thought the dinosaurs were a nice touch. (laughs) I don't know why you wrote it. I mean, what do you know about football?
0: Listen, it's not like I volunteered to write it. You did. I did not.
1: I specifically remember you going, I'll tackle Monday Night Football. And
2: I said, all right, cool.
0: Because Chris was like, I can't do this one.
2: No, I don't watch sports Somebody ball. else needs to do it. Who watches sports? And
0: then, like, nobody else volunteered, JL.
2: Right. I mean, you just sat back there and laughed as Sabrina and I struggled through this.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: And you're like, well, I watch football. You never asked me. Well, you didn't volunteer either. I didn't realize yeah. that it was a volunteer thing. In football, you get drafted. I thought you
1: were going to draft me, like, you know, instead of... Okay. Uh,
0: and if I recall, I did reach out to you, and your only things that said you said to me was... I want to be Joe Namath.
1: No, <laughs> I also said I wanted to be John Madden.
0: Yeah, and he didn't make the script. And he didn't make
1: the no. script, which I can't believe because he was a host on Monday Night Football for a long time. What? The, I, I don't know um, that. I thought he just made a video game. Yeah, but he was also the coach of the Raiders, hosted Monday Night Football, he did Sunday Night Football. Like he was a big yeah. like football announcer. I don't know. You know the team that scores the most points is going to win the game. That's like John Maddenism's right there obviously <laughs> yeah.
2: for all you non-sports people sitting in this room i just know that if anybody who doesn't watch football wants to learn about football do Don't. not listen to that episode because you're gonna learn nothing but it's gonna be fun is that that, that actually turned out really fun? the script is really funny
0: they will learn
2: that cavemen came up with football <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's
0: right. and they played dinosaurs that's right and cavemen do not speak like mm. we think cavemen should.
1: No, the cavemen do not speak like we think they should.
2: Yeah. Is that how we portrayed the caveman? I haven't listened to that. Um You didn't listen to the episode? I did listen to the episode, but I haven't listened to it in a long time. It was back in February when the world wasn't on fire. In, well, only Australia. I'm
1: trying to remember sure. it
2: too.
0: Yeah. Um
2: I think they talk like typical cavemen. Mm, Captain yep. Caveman.
0: Listen, and they will learn that. Monday Night Football was the first one to announce John John Lennon's death.
1: Yep, that was a big thing that I told you to throw in there. Oh, Howard Cassell wasn't it, wasn't he?
0: Yeah. Howard
1: Cassell. Yeah, Yeah, we
0: had a lot of Howard.
1: Which nobody would know how to do an impression of him if they never watched Better Off Dead.
0: I've never seen Better Off Dead.
1: What? What? It's one of my... You? I've never seen it. How? How? How has your wife never seen Better Off Dead, Mr. I Love John
2: Cusack? (sighs) Unfortunately... Even though it's in my top tier of favorite movies of all time,
3: he doesn't own it. So why would I see it? I, I have it owned it
2: I, I, when it came out on VHS. I owned it when it came out on uh, uh, DVD. I owned it. I just I don't I don't have it streaming. But right,
3: so we don't own it right now.
2: We don't own it right now, and I I don't know. I don't maybe think he ever
3: had it when I was with him. <laughs> I had it. I don't think so.
2: Maybe about ten. Oh how the mighty have. Bonding. Eight years ago, I tried to get her and the boys, my two boys, to watch it, and she bailed.
3: I don't think that's true. That true. I don't even remember this event.
2: And the boys watched it, and the movie has not aged well. The references in it—they're like, all 1980s references. None of that stuff's around anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, which is why I still laugh.
2: Howard Cosell's not around anymore. <laughs> um, there's just a bunch of—they had the big gigantic cell phones. It's all sorry, you, your mom's head blew up, Ricky. You, you almost have to live. You, you have to be my age to really appreciate it. Whoa, know. it sucks. <laughs> it I know I am the youngest like. person here, and I can reference that movie. Like, yeah, but you watched it. Like, in its heyday. I did. So, but if you go... When if you, you watch, were like, four? Yeah. The <laughs>
1: Dancing Burger doing Everybody Wants Some by Van Halen is one of the greatest things ever.
2: If you watch it now, it just doesn't... It doesn't hold up. But the guy, Dan Schneider, who made all those Nickelodeon shows... He was Ricky. He was he was in that movie. Yeah. And he was on Head of the Class. And then he went and worked for Nickelodeon, and ha- he made Drake and Josh and... And, uh...
3: All the other
1: stuff. All yeah, every show By that was Carly, on Nickelodeon all stuff,
2: yeah. until he got busted for having a foot fetish. Uh, getting what's a child- wrong
3: with liking feet?
2: Well, he liked the feet of the child stars.
3: Oh, that's sick. But he
2: <laughs> like every show that you grew up on on Nickelodeon. He he made that show.
3: We did not grow up on Drake and Josh. That's that is younger than we are.
1: Yeah, you grew up on Hey Dude and Wild and Crazy Kids.
3: Yes, and The Adventures of Pete and Pete and Round the House. <sighs> Yeah, like we didn't have Drake and Josh is after us. That's your kids.
2: And the honeymooners. Yes. No, that was you. (laughs) Why, I (laughs) am.
3: To the moon, Alice. To the moon, Alice.
1: And that's why I'm not allowed to write because everything is from 1960 to 1980 (laughs) for a
2: reference. So, what was your favorite show this year?
1: I enjoyed Dragnet for the ones on the scripted and all that for our little teleplays. That's
2: because you got to play
1: Joe Friday. Not because of the script itself. No, but I got to be Joe Friday. So it's really like, it was awesome for me. I loved that. Um, I loved Hulk Hogan. I thought that was a lot of fun. I thought the Schwarzenegger script was fun. Adam Sandler was a lot of fun. Um, Was
2: Adam Sandler fun? I enjoyed it. (laughs) I enjoyed it, but
1: that's my uh, type of humor. So, Um, Serial Monsters was fun too. I did yeah. enjoy that. The episode that probably had me laughing the most listening to it back was probably our He Man episode. <laughs> <laughs> and that's because Skeletor has the greatest one liners <laughs> ever.
2: <laughs> I think that's the one I wrote in it, like eight in like hours. five hours. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: You wrote that one in five hours. And it is probably one of my favorite episodes that we did this past year. Skeletor is great throughout the entire thing. No, no. Is it because
2: I nailed the voice so perfectly? No.
1: <laughs> it's, it's it's every masturbation reference in there that just makes me laugh. Yeah, like the crusty socks. It's just
2: I'll have you know that Netflix called me up and said, "Hey, if we ever need a backup voice artist for Skeletor, we want you yeah, to do it."
1: Yeah, when Mark Hamill's not available to voice Skeletor the new series, Chris, <laughs> you're going to do it.
2: I'm the I'm the understudy. <laughs> Mark Hamill said, "I'm not doing it unless you CGI me young." I believe that <laughs> with Sebastian Stan as my body double. Who's he? Oh, uh, Bucky. Yeah, no, yeah, he's gonna be. They're talking about like a new Skywalker show, right? Yeah, they're talking
1: about him being the new Skywalker.
2: Disney needs to hold back, man. They're gonna they're gonna mess up Star Wars again. Yes, too many shows too fast. Too many.
1: I still think the best idea for the Lando one is having Billy D. Williams telling stories. And Donald Glover being the one that, like, is doing everything in there. Because it'll get people going, like, oh, look, they got Billy D to do this. And then there's Donald Glover, who was great as Lando in Solo. Which, Mm -hmm. if there's one thing anybody says about Solo, is how great Donald Glover was in that movie as Lando.
0: So, basically, they're going to I Heart Chris it? Yeah.
2: They're going to what? So,
0: there was a TV show called um, I Heart Chris. And it was Chris Rock's TV show. And Chris Rock went on there and... Everybody, everybody Hates, hates Chris. Chris. Everybody Hates Chris. That's what it was.
2: I Heart Chris.
0: I don't know. I don't know where I got I that I Heart's from. like a radio company.
2: Oh, maybe not. The worst know. part is I knew what she was yeah. talking about. <laughs> I had no idea.
0: Um, But yeah, Everybody Hates Chris. I don't know why I got...
2: Everybody Loves Which... Raymond. And then he like, did the Everybody the opposite. Hates Chris. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Where it was him as a kid. And wasn't Terry mm-hmm. Crews' dad in that show? I never watched it. I want to see Terry Crews was his dad in that.
3: I believe so. I think so.
1: Terry Crews is great timing. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy Terry Crews. You just guess... like his pecs. Uh, Old Spice commercials haven't been the same since he's not in them anymore.
2: <laughs> Laura, do you remember any of the shows that we've done this year? <laughs> do you have a favorite? Um, Slytherin. This one. Uh, yeah. This I, is I really, my favorite. I really like this one a lot, guys. <laughs> yeah.
3: I feel like I'm super here for this one. Well, I don't like He-Man because I wasn't in it. And so, therefore, Zimbabwe also hated it. And <laughs> What? Because Laura's numbers, big in Zimbabwe. I'm big in Zimbabwe. Yeah. Because when I was no longer on the shows, our numbers in Zimbabwe went down. Oh, yeah. That's Straight.
2: right. We have gone down uh, across the world. I don't that's know what happened.
3: Because I wasn't on them anymore.
2: I think we're still holding strong in Croatia, though.
3: That's fine. You guys can have Croatia. That's okay. Um, no, I like the ones where I'm, like, really super annoyed the entire time. That's every episode. <laughs> there you go. I like them
1: all. That's every episode I write. <laughs> Laura super annoyed.
3: Him, too. He writes me annoyed.
1: You know what my favorite episode was, really? Scooby-Doo. Yeah.
3: Scooby-Doo was fun.
1: I enjoyed Scooby-Doo because it played out like a Scooby-Doo episode. Like, it was just, it was an easy write as soon as I figured out where I wanted to go and who the big reveal was going to be. Mm-hmm. but to have it play out like a typical Scooby-Doo episode was a lot of fun to do yeah. something like that, especially as somebody who grew up
2: watching that cartoon. A lot of people who write in that genre, they, um, I did not cough on you. A lot of <laughs>
3: people, come on, a virus! My <laughs> <is> my Lysol.
2: <laughs> a lot of people who write in that genre, they actually write the ending first. Oh, and, yeah? And then they go back and get you there. My favorite writer actually does that in comics. Like, he writes out the ending... Yeah.
1: and the and then he goes and does the beginning and he just tries to figure out how to get to the ending. He just knows how it's going to end. It's just a matter of how to get there. Yeah. He was right around lost. And I think that finale would have been a lot better if they would have just let him tackle everything.
2: You kind of do that. When I sit down and write, I just start writing and I hope to god there's an ending coming up.
1: Yeah, no. I have the ending. I have the beginning planned out and the ending in my head like where I think I want to go, but I change it like two or three times. Mm-hmm. And then I go, nope, go in here, nope, go in here. But somehow all the stuff in the middle is still getting to that
2: point. I think the women write like that too, but not me. I just wing it.
0: <laughs> we know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: we know. Yeah, sometimes I do a Saturday Night Live ending. I I will admit that.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> just, you
2: have. Which is just kind of ends, and you're like, that's where you're ending it. <laughs> Yep. (laughs) I've met my quota of pages, and that's where we're ending. (laughs) You're
1: 32 pages in on this script, and this is where we're ending it. Yep. (laughs) Oh, well.
2: I can't wait till Laura finishes the Ravenclaw script. Mm, It's going to be epic. I don't know how, because Ravenclaw has no history. That's like the worst house with nothing that happens in it.
3: What? Uh, No. There's a reason why Hufflepuff's the last house.
2: Hufflepuff has people... That have done things.
3: Cedric Diggory dying is not people
2: doing. Yeah, Rockhart uh,
3: is. Yeah,
2: I can name. Fantastic uh, Beast. Beast is based on a Hufflepuff. That's true. Yeah, Skew oh, Newt oh. Scamander. Newt Scamander. That's it. Oh, I do not even know his name. Yeah, no, exactly.
1: The Newt Salamander guy. That guy. Yeah. Come on, Ravenclaw has all the good
2: characters. Okay. Like who? Margaret Cho.
1: No.
3: Great <laughs> <Margaret laughs> Yeah, she was in it.
1: She's in Ravenclaw. <laughs> yeah, she was the one who turned in like double doors army. Yeah, that one. Yeah, Who is no. who is that character? Cho Chang. Cho Chang. Okay. Gilderoy Lockhart is a great character. He's he a Ravenclaw. He was Ravenclaw?
0: Yes. yes. I thought How? He, why? What?
1: I thought it yeah, was Gryffindor. Exactly. Greatest character ever, Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw.
0: No, I feel like he's the dumbest person (gasps) to come from Ravenclaw.
1: He mastered one spell perfectly, and quite honestly, he did it way better than Harry, who only uses one spell the entire series.
3: Specto Patronin.
1: Yeah. Yeah, The only reason people don't realize Gilderoy Lockhart's so good is because
3: he uses that one spell so well, so you don't remember. Yeah, he took all the
2: bones out of Harry's
3: arm. Yeah. And then the other best character of the Harry Potter. Is one of my favorite characters. Hands down. Margaret Cho. The best character (laughs) in the entire series. It only took how many things for her to appear? What book did she come in on? Fifth. Fifth book? No, she was, I think, in the, no, maybe it was the fifth. Fifth book. Fifth
2: book. The fifth book because it was after *Goblet of Fire*. Yes, yep. the fifth book. So almost when the series was over. yeah Luna Lovegood.
0: Luna Lovegood though. When the though. series got really good.
1: Luna With Lovegood is like the best character. Hands in Hands down. Thing. The best.
0: I can get behind that.
3: I love Luna. She yep.
1: is in my top three of characters. Yeah. Right after Gilderoy Lockhart and Sirius Black.
2: I don't know why she put Gilderoy. four houses in the series, but we only discussed two. The others are afterthoughts. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Because four is a good number.
1: It lets you separate everybody and other things. Because if it's just one against the other, there's way too much competition. Mm -hmm. If you have four houses in there, it evenly distributes where you can just be like, oh, yeah, randomly this person was a Ravenclaw and this one's a Hufflepuff. Then
2: why isn't there four football teams on the field at the same time? They play against each other. Right.
3: You can't play four football teams. It's not big enough of a field.
2: I think that would be actually more exciting to watch if there was four football teams on the field at once. Four basketball teams on the field at once. Four hockey teams on the ice at once. Ooh, that's way too many. Four dodgeball teams on the field at once. That would be
1: entertaining. Red Rover, Red Rover.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God.
2: Four NASCAR racers at once. Yep, they all turn left.
3: There's already a lot of cars on the track.
2: I know, it's hard to keep track of them all. The only one that I can ever watch is the M&M car. It is bright yellow. <laughs> it's because it makes him hungry. It does mm-hmm. make me hungry. I do love M&M's.
3: I think M&M's are the grossest candy. Heck no. Skittles. Skittles are better than M&M's.
1: No. Skittles are no. disappointing M&M's. Mm-mm. I think M&M's are better than
2: Skittles.
3: No. I think M&M's are the most disgusting candy in the world. I do not like Butterfingers. M&Ms. Those are gross too.
2: You reach for an M&M and it's a Skittle and then that's immediate disappointment.
1: I have it in my contract that we only have certain colors of M&M's near at all times. all right
0: comments like that that really make me wonder why i was mariah
2: (laughs) (laughs) there is like a band van halen van halen but they did it only because so
1: that way they could see if they actually paid attention to the contract david lee roth threw it in there shut up sabrina because i know (laughs) he's the only (laughs) (laughs) so
2: It wasn't that he was trying to be that big of a diva. No, he
1: wasn't trying to be that big of a diva. They just wanted to see if the promoters and the were paying attention to what was in their contract. So he would specifically ask for no brown M&Ms to be in their bowl of M&Ms that they had in their dressing room. And it was just a whole thing, just yep. like that. And they would throw a fit every time there was a brown M&M to be like, what, you don't read our contract? And that was really what it was all about.
2: The easiest way to solve that is just give them a bowl of
1: Skittles. <laughs> yep always comes back to david lee roth yeah greatest front man of all time
0: that's who we should have put in the monday night football script
1: david lee roth yeah played by laura because <laughs> why not
2: well i know you want to do van halen at some point i do
0: jump
1: jump just gonna sit here and drink beer all day and then it'll be instant david lee roth for that entire episode van halen's okay
2: <gasps> are we talking van halen or van hagar this is gonna be unpopular opinion but Van Halen with uh, David Lee Roth. You need to combine a lot of different songs off of the, all those albums to get one great album. They have a lot of filler. I do like Women and Children first. That is probably my favorite Van Halen album. But even then, and I don't understand why they did all those covers. That's one thing that bothered me. David Lee me. Roth
1: loves covers. He it loves doing covers. That's why his first single when he did his solo album was just a
2: gigolo. They didn't need to do covers. And
1: he did California Girls. Like, yeah, he loved
2: doing covers. That's the one thing that bothered me. And when but Hagar they're... took over, they didn't do covers.
1: No. And I every day I go to work and they play Van Halen and I just go, oh. The original version of Pretty Woman by Van Halen is so much better than Roy Orbison's cover. Just to see if anybody knows that it's a cover song that Van Halen did and i get most I about th-
3: the same pretty yeah yeah roy orbison it is a roy orbison yeah.
1: song but i get at least one person a shift that goes yeah you're right yeah. van halen's original version is way better than this guy's and i'm like i
2: know and i just
1: laugh and walk away and just go
2: they don't realize van halen covered it it just seems to me that each album that has uh, david lee roth on it has one or two brilliant songs on it and then they needed to put an album together to get it out there's a reason why people love 1984 so much is
1: because it really has so many great songs and there's not a cover on there
2: yeah i just wish they didn't go with the synthesizer but Uh, that's why he left the band yeah i mean because
1: eddie wasn't doing the guitar like he was right and it's a good album
2: but that synthesizer really changed their sound big time and then they kept using that sound with sammy
1: yeah because Sammy could play guitar, so it was just like, "Oh, well, here, let me go play piano." We'll save that for the Van Halen episode, though,
0: because
2: <laughs> everybody wants some. My phone keeps going off, and Laura keeps looking at me, like, "Who's <laughs> talking to you?" But it's work. They, they use, work uses WhatsApp app to communicate, right. and when these, work. <laughs> well, I just showed you it's work.
3: Uh-huh. You showed me numbers. Anyway.
2: When these people get off work, all they do is talk to each other all night long on this app. And like when I leave work, I have no desire to talk to anybody like, oh, it's just like being here. (laughs) It's like, stop talking. You just spent 10 hours at work together. Why do you want to talk on this app?
3: You, You spend 10 hours in a van by yourself down by the river. Yes. In a
2: van
1: down by the river. Ooh, that's an episode we need to do. Chris Farley. Chris Farley. Yeah. Yeah. Sabrina's Chris that- Farley. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah! Why are you gonna kick me? It's not cool.
2: I thought you meant just Matt Foley. We do a whole episode on just yeah. Matt Foley.
0: To which that episode was. Actually... I got dibs on
2: David Spade. <laughs> um,
0: well, originally that the David Spade role was actually played by
1: Rob Schneider. David Spade.
0: Uh, n- Nobody
1: can play anything other than David Spade In the roles he's in Because uh-huh. it's so sarcastic And snarky <laughs>
3: well, Now I gotta remember Spade It was in Tim, every role. He Tim is. Meadows. Like, There's
1: nothing else yeah,
0: the Tim Meadows actually was originally in that sketch Because it was originally a second city sketch that they brought to SNL once, but but then Chris he Farley became to the on. ladies'
1: man and he couldn't do it. Yeah, and then he became the principal of uh, this high school. Yeah, <laughs> where they wore a pink on Wednesdays. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you can sit with us. You can sit with us. She doesn't even go here. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: that's a movie. If we're gonna do a movie again, we should oh, do
3: that one. Can we do Mean Girls?
2: Yeah, write it up.
3: when I get get done with Ravenclaw I'll get right on her
1: (laughs) (laughs) Tina Fey would probably be a good one too like honestly like if we're gonna do another one like if we're gonna do like a female driven show Tina Fey would probably be a really good one
2: where has she been lately she's
1: been doing writing and stuff I feel like she's just doing more producing
0: yeah
3: yeah. she hosted the one night on Broadway show on NBC that they just recently had to benefit the arts program that's suffering because of this year.
2: Uh, did she also host One Night in Bangkok? I don't know what that is. <laughs> Makes the
3: hard <laughs> man humble. the world humble.
0: keeps turning. Anybody know what musical that one's from? Chess. That's right. Chess. Yes, Chess It was written musical. by the two
1: male members of ABBA. Yeah. Chess or chest?
0: Chess. Like the game.
1: Yeah. Useless information.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seriously. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> i've never heard of chess don't worry the, well, it's, they
3: they only, have, the only
1: song anybody knows from that is one, one night, night in, in bangkok. bangkok
2: oh that was from a musical yes. yes i didn't know that
0: yep from chess the musical yeah to which they had done a just like a um like a you know not or just an orchestral version but they did basically where they stood up and just sang all the songs and stuff like that and had um one of the guys from rent in it um
1: Weird Al yankovic
0: no. Weird Al was in right. Not Andy Ren. Pascal, but the yeah. other
1: one. He was in the Jesse
2: Martin role before he was. <laughs> Who played the bishop? <laughs> <laughs> Who played the castle? Roddy yeah. James, do you? am
3: more curious about the knight, because they have to walk in a weird shape. And can really- you just imagine that? Like, they can only move in that L shape the entire time? <laughs> the entire... The entire musical,
1: <laughs> this guy's like one. Why step- is that guy <laughs> only making three steps in and out? Like, is he ever going to leave the stage?
0: Yeah, <laughs> nope, that's all he's doing. <laughs> yeah, you know, waiting mean, for Godot, but a movement on stage.
1: The best cover of that was Mike Tyson singing it at the end of The Hangover Part Two. He sang One Night in Bangkok? Yes, because it took place in Bangkok. So Mike Tyson does a cover of it at the end, and he's like, One Night in Bangkok. (laughs) (laughs)
2: It's
1: just, I sat there, and the movie wasn't that great, but it was worth it just for that scene alone, watching Mike Tyson be like, Yeah, One Night in Bangkok.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Which is going to be an episode this year as well. Oh, my God. Is Mike Tyson. It's funny because we used to do the episodes based on what we like, and now we do the episodes based on what beer is around. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But we got that Iron Mike beer, and it just gives me an excuse to do a Mike Tyson episode, which just means I can annoy everybody by walking around talking like Mike Tyson for a week leading up to the episode. Yeah. And we also have the Back to the Future beer. So, yeah, Yeah, I'm not writing that one. (laughs) But I got dibs on Spielberg. Spielberg? Yeah, he he produced it. Oh, okay. Robert Zemeckis directed it. Steven yeah, I knew it was Spielberg yeah. produced it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Sabrina can be Marty.
2: <laughs> I, I got dibs on Einstein. I think we should do... Uh, <laughs> rough, rough. We should do Doc Hollywood instead of... Oh, I oh love Doc Hollywood. That was a great movie. <laughs> huh.
3: I don't think I've ever seen it. it.
1: Keanu Reeves would be a good one.
3: Not- <gasps> How
2: dare you? What? Sabrina's saying it's, it's not, not a good movie.
0: Doc Hollywood.
2: Doc Hollywood. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's not bad. It's worth watching. Michael J. Fox it's is right very. I,
1: I love. I love Michael J. Fox in it. Like he does a good job at it.
0: Yeah, but I feel like that's Michael J. Fox and just anything he plays. Maybe, but I
1: look at it as a role that I just go. I don't really picture anybody else in it, not named Emilio Estevez.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's not like a Charlie It's not a groundbreaking not definitely movie. Charlie Sheen. It's definitely watchable. If it came on TV and you sat down, you'd probably watch it. It's No My Cousin Vinny.
3: I love that movie.
2: Exactly. Uh, I
3: haven't seen that one either. Come that on. one's good.
0: That one's worth watching.
1: You'd probably just, like that one cuz it's yeah. so stupid. Just yeah.
0: for Marissa Tomei.
1: <laughs> Marissa Tomei is so good in yeah, that. Yeah.
0: Just for her scene where she goes up on the stand is is that's
1: Joe Pesci not being yeah. typical Joe Pesci in it yeah. cuz he's tough. Yeah. Do to not?
2: Yeah, to that Utes, movie. Jana. That movie catches you off guard because you're like, this cannot be good. And then it was It's really good. And Herman Munster as the judge.
3: Yeah. Are we still talking about My
2: Cousin
1: Vinny? Yes. Fred Gwynn is the judge who played Herman Munster.
3: I gathered that. The
1: old guy who was the neighbor in Pet Cemetery. Yeah. Which, if you watch the remake, John Lithgow is no Fred Gwynn. That was on
2: Voodoo or something, and I was gonna sit down and watch it and you're it got not missing so any. bad reviews I'm you're not, gonna, not missing anything. I'm not gonna watch it. I
1: sat there and I watched it and I was just like, you know heart and soul of the movie was like Fred Gwynn and just like, you know, like you could see the remorse of like him showing
2: him like in the original. John Lithgow, it's not his best performance. You just can't capture the eeriness of the book. There's just no way. The way no. that King wrote it, you if if you read the book, it's really good and then you can't you can't translate it to screen. There's we should do a Stephen
1: a... King episode.
3: I thought we did. You did didn't you? We did, yeah,
2: we did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that must have been last year.
3: It was
1: no, so long ago. I forgot. It
0: wasn't last year because I it, I wasn't part of it.
2: It was in like the third format change. <laughs> <Yeah>. I know.
3: <laughs> I was here for it. I think.
2: Were right. You? you
1: were,
0: but I wasn't. So it would have been like 2018, maybe.
1: It was right
2: before you got here. We have some lost episodes that we can go back and revisit and do again.
1: Nothing will ever beat the fact that we recorded a Dave Grohl episode and it took us six months to realize that we didn't release the Dave Grohl episode. I don't know what happened. I don't either.
2: Did, I went, didn't we have to re-record it? We did! <laughs>
1: we ended up doing a whole different beer, everything, and I was just like, eh. I couldn't even tell you what beer we did originally.
2: I don't know, it's on the website. Oh, the original beer? I
1: don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Eventually, we'll run out of beers.
1: We are. We are going to run out of beers, and that means I'm going to have to leave the show. <laughs> my segment will be over, and my time will be done. Uh, After that, I will start a true crime podcast. Yeah, good luck with that. Just like our one that we did that one episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Greatest
2: true crime podcast ever. Was it, though? I would listen to that every time. That's on the pup podcast episode you weren't potpourri here. you weren't here
3: i know i know i'm just gonna sit over here and let you guys talk we've like missed I'm, laura for most of this year like i'm not yeah. here
2: well you decided to take a job that's six and a half hours away from the well, house
3: it's two and a half hours away it
1: feels like six and a half hours
3: and like
0: it's six and a half hours if we go there twice <laughs>
1: <laughs> your math is still off <laughs>
0: Shh. i didn't say i was gonna come back the second time oh
2: okay you were here for the Christmas episode, which JL told us over dinner he hated.
3: I did not say I hated it. I don't think he used those words. I did not say I Pretty hated sure he it. i sure did. I said no, that I, said I enjoyed it, better.
1: but last year's was better.
0: It's just because I he en- wasn't a lead this year.
1: No, I wasn't a lead last year either.
0: <laughs> uh, you were Buble. You yeah, were Buble.
1: He was not a lead. <laughs> Michael Buble is never a lead. <laughs> Michael Bublé just comes out of nowhere Only Canadian that sounds like this
2: (laughs) Next year we're doing Bublé Amorai Carey in the same (gasps) episode Yes For the Christmas special I liked Sabrina's idea But
1: we're not going to say that on the air Because that was really good And it's going to be I I love it
2: What was Sabrina's idea? We're not saying saying it it on the air We're not telling you
3: I'll tell you later.
2: Yeah, we'll tell you later.
3: I'll text it to you. Yeah.
2: Did it have to do with Christmas?
3: Yes. Yes.
2: Yes. Did it have to do with Mariah Carey? No. No. The the
3: movie that you said you never watched that you just watched. And you were surprised my mom had watched
2: it. It's one of my favorite Christmas movies. Creighton's Guild did that this year.
1: Well, we'll do it better.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be my best work since Scooby-Doo. I was really surprised at that movie I had never seen that movie. I guess we can't <laughs> talk about it.
3: No. <laughs>
2: no. But I didn't know it was two hours long. I didn't think they made movies that re- long back then. I remember taking Tara
1: and her grandmother to go see that movie in a theater because they were showing it at like the AMC at Disney Springs. And we had gone over everything. Like, what movie we were seeing, everything. And the movie starts. Now, Nana's deaf. Like, she's pretty much deaf. And out of nowhere... She screams at the top of her lungs in this movie theater that's pretty filled at the point because it's pre-COVID. This isn't White
2: Christmas!
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm holding my beer and I almost spit out my drink. And I'm just like, we went over this and we bought the tickets together like 10 minutes ago. I've never seen that movie either.
0: White Christmas? You know, that was the longest
1: musical I ever went to. Oh my gosh, yes at the dr phillips center it was the it worst was rough it was the worst musical i've probably seen since we've had season tickets there
0: yeah to, to which, the
1: to the point where i almost went i never want to go see anything like that ever again yeah you know? the musical
0: was not not good although so i had well, to what about the avery? movie the, i love
1: i wanted to sit with avery during <laughs> that
0: <laughs> I know. avery um my oldest leaned over in the middle of the movie and she was like, um, are those people singing? And I was like, yes. She goes, those people on the stage. I was like, yes. Yes. She goes, so it's not the people from the movie? I said, no, they're dead. She goes, well, this is disappointing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and,
1: and this is all before intermission. And we yeah. get, we hit intermission. Sabrina tells me this. And I'm like, can I please sit with your daughter? <laughs> <laughs> I'm falling yeah. asleep in my seat. This is like the worst thing ever. Oh I need gosh, somebody that's going to keep me entertained to watch this. Yeah. Is the movie a musical?
0: Yes. Yes. But it's Bing Crosby, Danny Thomas, Rosemary Clooney.
1: It was just the way they did. Yeah. Did the musical. Like they I It was don't know. just
0: poorly done. It felt they like
1: they took the wrong scenes out and kept like the wrong ones in. It like, felt like it a just, cheap it version. Flow.
3: Did they do it in front of the movie? No. no. Oh. No, but it just felt like a
0: cheap version. Like they were like, uh, we need something for Christmas. What can we do? Let's take this and put it up on stage. But it didn't have any of the chemistry from the movie
1: so for all those people that complained about the margaritaville musical oh
0: that was far better which i thought, I thought was, was so yeah. fun
1: yeah which apparently people complained and said they, they were did. ready to cancel their subscriptions like their whole season tickets yep. because they couldn't believe that it was part of it and i went it's fun it's jimmy buffett yeah. you know what you're getting into right i mm-hmm.
3: i enjoyed it i mean it's not meant yeah. to be serious in
1: any way right. it's, it's a light-hearted no. play
3: I don't think I would have ever bought tickets to go see it.
1: I would have, but, but I love Jimmy it, Buffett
3: because it was a part of the package. Like it wasn't mad. Right? I was excited I'm for that. Glad one. I got to see it. Like yeah, it was fun. It was heads
1: and just like so far above White Christmas. Christmas yeah. Gary, whose guest star on this show was at the White Christmas uh, performance we went to, and he was falling asleep just yeah. as bad as I was. Yeah. It was. It was. It bad. was rough. It was. It was really like that. Was definitely a low point that season.
2: Yeah. Well, I didn't get to go to the theater because mm-hmm. the plays that I had picked out to go to got canceled. Oh, you didn't miss anything except for Mean Girls.
3: Yeah. Hamilton. And the play that goes wrong. Eh, Hamilton Wasn't Hamilton a... this year? No, Hamilton was in the year that's been canceled. Yeah, next year. So this year, year before. this year we would have already started this season. Yeah. The play that goes wrong was really good. Actually, that's one of my favorites. The play that goes wrong was pretty awesome. I loved that. That was so good. Like I just really
2: enjoyed that. Miss Saigon was canceled. canceled.
3: Miss Saigon get canceled. That was the
2: one I was stuck going to.
3: Yes, that was our last one for this past for last season. I wasn't looking forward to that one. Well, that would have been
0: the April Fourth one, right? That was the first one that was canceled,
3: right? But that was the last one of last season.
0: No, there was after that. There was still it was still either going to. Be beautiful, the Carol King story. There is also uh, there My Fair Share Lady. Musical? Was that? Oh yeah, My they, Fair Lady. Yeah,
3: My because Fair Lady was
0: going to be the last one of that season. I had uh, two yeah.
3: plays that I used the credits for for this. Season. When are we getting Cats?
0: Were we supposed to get that
2: this year?
3: Yeah, it was this coming year. Uh,
2: I wanted to see Cats. Seriously, why? What is wrong with you?
0: I enjoyed Cats when I saw it on What's wrong with you? No, it's just something. It was just more entertaining. Yeah, but you saw the movie, right? No, I saw. Are you on the Broadway? Was, show? was it the cruise Butthole show. Edition? Oh, but
3: Christians, I feel don't count.
2: Yeah, no. it's a, it's a Broadway. Company it's the magical Mr. Mustafa. It, it was, the Broadway, it was a broad,
3: the Broadway show, intermission and all. Like it was um, the whole Broadway show. It
1: was terrible. Oh, I wanted to see it just to see. Did it. they
3: climb up into the audience? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, they climb over the seats. Oh, we would have had
2: so much fun. I
3: know. I do have to say having seen Cats now like five times. Yeah.
2: I don't know why you hate yourself. Theatrical you
3: production of Cats five times. And I, I did see it on Broadway. Um, I mean, I don't... It's not my favorite. No, but I mean, I enjoy the music.
0: There's really no storyline. There is. There is, but there isn't. Like, it's... All these cats just taking turns singing. It's
2: the the buttholes that get me.
0: If you know the story, I almost went with Sabrina's mom
2: to see that movie. Yeah, Yeah.
0: my mom was like, "This is the worst thing I've ever seen." It
1: is. If I wasn't seeing something at the same time, I wasn't going to go see it with her. I was almost like Tara. I'm going to
2: watch Cats with Roberta. How did it survive on Broadway for 152 years? Andrew Lloyd Webber's name was attached to it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Everybody's got to have that
1: one that you just go, ooh, it's their worst work, you know. But it's stuck stuck
3: around forever. (laughs) Yeah, everybody has that. It's like
1: directors with movies; they all have those movies that you just go, ooh, like Spielberg. He's got nineteen forty one.
0: It's oh, a great movie. It is not a great movie.
2: That's an awesome movie. John That's Belushi. the year, year you're
3: born. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's not the year you're well, born. Just
0: because it's John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd does not make it a great movie. The you f- want a great movie with those two, then you go Blues Brothers. Exactly. Oh, yes.
2: The Ferris wheel scene.
1: You know, Tarantino. He's got what? Jackie Brown? If du- all of his things, I would say Jackie Brown's probably his weakest work. Yeah.
2: I'd say Duel is Steven Spielberg's weakest. That was his
1: first movie, and yeah. it was a made-for-TV movie. And it's and not I s- good. I still think it's good. I think it, it's got good suspense to it, everything. When you look at the cinematography as a whole, it's great for his first work.
2: The story is not that good.
1: He didn't write it. He did the best he could with what he was given. He didn't write 1941 either, and that was a good movie. It no, not. it was not. That's a funny movie. I mean, M. Night Shyamalan, what's his worst movie?
0: Uh, Airbender.
2: Everything,
1: except um, for Yeah, Six I'll probably sense. go Airbender, and after that, The Happening.
2: And yeah. uh, The Village. Ooh, I don't think The Village I is saw. number three.
0: I don't think I saw The Happening. I saw The Village, though.
2: And what's the one with the aliens? Signs. Yeah. I like Signs. The ending is terrible. Just because they couldn't deal with water. Right.
0: Yeah.
2: So you invade a planet made of 90% water. That doesn't make any sense. I like Shyamalan, though yeah he's come back around yeah he's got some good stuff like ever since like
1: glass and um uh what was the other one the Uh, visit split split was really good Um, glass all the stuff in the unbreakable trilogy i think is good yeah that was i think the best part about split is that you didn't realize it was a sequel to unbreakable
3: i liked split i think more than i liked unbreakable
1: Split was really good. Like, it's yeah. such a great movie. Like, it could be a good standalone on its own. But when you throw in Bruce Willis-Austin at the end, you just go, oh, wow, I didn't see that coming. Like, that's the best twist he's probably ever done.
2: Well, and also James, uh, what's his last name? Earl Jones? No, in Split. He played the Beast. James McAvoy? Yeah. James McAvoy is amazing. I mean, he kicks, he knocks it out of the park. James McAvoy is so good in that. Yeah, if you... Didn't have the right actor, it wouldn't have been that great.
1: No, he, he's so, like, he's perfectly cast in that. He's hes so good in that movie.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: can watch that movie whenever it comes on at whatever point, just because I'm just like, oh, McAvoy's going to kill it right now. <laughs> His performance is very, un, very underappreciated, I think, in that movie. Yeah. It's semi-award worthy. Like, I mean, for him to do all those characters and do what he did.
2: Yeah, Patricia. Patricia. Yes. <laughs> oh
1: miss patricia's not gonna
2: <laughs> like you sabrina's lost you never saw split mm-hmm. oh,
1: we can watch it but you can't watch it with me because i'm gonna bust into every character while he does it because <laughs> i i loved that movie i watched that with nicole nicole and i left a podcast and went to go see that and i think she opened a white claw while we were there
2: <laughs> she probably hated it because it's not based in realism she actually really liked Did
1: it. Did she? That's surprising. Because yeah. I was like, are we going to go see Glass? Are we going to go see Glass? <laughs> and I don't think we ever went to go see Glass together. I liked Glass too. Samuel Jackson. I'll watch anything with Samuel Jackson.
2: I think Unbreakable is the worst of the trilogy.
1: It might be. See, that's the only one I've it's seen. Just
2: a, it's such a slow burn. It's
1: it's a long, It's yeah, it's a long burn. Yeah.
3: I've seen that one, and yeah. I've seen Split, but I've never seen Glass.
2: Oh, we have to watch Glass then. Do you have it on digital?
3: I think we do have that one.
2: I don't think we do. I don't know. Maybe we have We have Split, split, yeah. But we can get Glass.
3: No, I can just watch Split again. That's fine.
1: (laughs) As long as we get another Creed movie with Sylvester Stallone and Michael B. Jordan. You have to finish
3: the trilogy. No, I can just watch Split again. That's fine. See, I can't talk about it
1: because I'm going to be like, I want another movie after you watch Glass.
2: I don't think, well, I'll give anything away, but I don't know how you could.
1: I, I know. It's just one of those ones, but I wanted another movie after.
3: Is is Miss Patricia in Glass?
1: Yes. Yes.
3: Okay, then maybe I'll
1: watch it. Miss Patricia. That's right, Miss Patricia.
2: It's all the characters, like, That's going to be my Halloween costume, and nobody's going to get it.
3: Miss Patricia?
2: Yeah. Miss Patricia. I bet they would, if you get the right turtleneck.
1: (laughs) And the pearls to go with it.
2: And you do your hand just... Well, speaking of pearls, let's revisit this beer cooler.
0: J.L.L. Never went away, never went away. Dre ale Cola never went away, never went away. Dre Cola
1: Boom!
2: Perfect. Co-coo.
1: So wrong. What is this again? It is from Proclamation Ale Company, their derivative single hop pale ale. Vic Secret
2: 6.0 ABV. All right, why don't we start with you, Sabrina?
0: Um, I didn't like this one as much as I liked the last derivative we had.
2: I can tell you still
1: have beer. Yeah. Chris finished his. That tells I you know. a lot right now. It's because we, we also jinxed didn't, it. We also didn't give him a lot.
0: Yeah, I was going to say we jinxed it because we, we said he needed the smaller one. <laughs> um. <laughs> to me, it just had too much of like the aftertaste it was just, is what killed it on me, for me. I don't know, I'm like a, a two. A two? Yeah.
1: I knew from that reaction.
0: Yeah. Like, it's not bad enough to be a one. I could probably drink a second.
1: Just because you want to make sure that you're right about how you feel.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, like there's some, obviously. That's really
2: where it comes down to yes. for you.
0: Yeah, it really is.
2: Well, I didn't. Do, I didn't set up the ratings in the beginning because we started chit chatting.
0: So. Oh well, you should probably go over that then.
2: You don't want to go over it.
0: No, go for it. <laughs> it's all uh, you. It's a,
1: it's a one to a six, <laughs> okay. one being the worst, six being the best. It makes sense to everybody, but the one lone Canadian in Kissimmee. Kissimmee. It's based on yeah. a six
2: pack. All right, so you're going to Laura. I'm going to.
3: I don't like the way it smells. <laughs> so I had a really not how it tastes, <laughs> how it smells. I had a really hard time wanting to drink it. Did it smell like mushy peas
1: <laughs> that will always be the greatest one she ever gave it did smell like
3: mushy yeah. peas though. i don't even remember what beer that was
1: i don't remember either but i just remember you saying it, it smells like mushy peas yeah, and three terrible. of us going are we drinking the same beer
2: i don't know what mushy peas smell like like peas. wouldn't they smell like peas yeah.
3: yeah um no i do get a bit of that aftertaste sabrina was talking about but i actually don't think it's too terrible It starts out smooth and and clean, I think, and um, for a pale ale, which we all know how I feel about any type of pale ale, whether it's American or Indian or just regular pale ale, I don't like them, Um, but I'm actually, I'm going to give this one a three. It's kind of okay. You don't seem
2: to like beer unless it's really weedy. That seems to be your go-to.
3: I like wheat beers.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And anything else that deviates from that, you're not not a big fan of.
0: German beers. She likes the, um...
3: Belgian-style beers.
0: No, what is it? Well,
3: the, the hazy IPAs. Yeah, I can do hazy IPAs.
2: But that wouldn't be your go-to. No. mm Well, I agree with you in the smoothness. And I don't... I didn't really get a big aftertaste, which is usually my thing. I'm going five. I liked it. I thought it was really good. I could drink that one all day. So I don't... I don't know where your aftertaste came from, but it... There's... It does not linger at all. It's... It's in and done.
0: That's what she said.
2: <laughs> <laughs> beer master. <laughs> oh, I need another sip
1: after that one. <laughs> I find it very dry. Um, lingering taste there. It's kind of like a bubbly, hoppy taste. I like bubbly. Right. I know you like <laughs> a little bit of bubbly. I like it. It's good. Um, I don't think it's their best that we've ever had by them. No. You know, it's still a decent beer. Um, I'll give it a 4. Uh, it's a it's a little different, um lingering aftertaste. Um it's different is the best way for me to say it. Yeah. Just because like you get like it's like a bubbling sensation on your tongue as you're drinking it. But overall I enjoy it. There is a total lingering after effect on the palate though, which is why it's definitely not a 6. I didn't get that. But
0: well, not if you chug it. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: i didn't chug it yeah i feel like this is like a it says single hopped pale ale i feel like it's a carbonated beer like it's yeah
2: that's probably why i liked it
3: yeah you like the carbonated waters mm-hmm.
1: yeah like it's like a carbonated water in a way where you just get like this like bubbly busyness to it as you're drinking
2: it it's good i wouldn't say it's great but yeah i give it a four all right well that wraps it up for this season of podcast 42 it was a good year i think we did some good subjects this year We'll be back uh, in the end of January or beginning of February with some mediocre subjects. and <laughs> Ravenclaw. <Rain> we'll, <o'clock. laughs>
0: we'll
1: get
2: into the summer with some great subjects, and then we'll uh, kind of dip down again into some not great subjects, and then we'll end the year with the Christmas episode with a bang. There will
1: be Big Brother. There will be the Halloween creepypasta. Yep,
2: yeah, all the all. I the guess hits. we're going
1: back to... Uh, theater work and we're going to be hitting those scripts up again if we're going mediocre to start the year off.
2: (laughs) Get to be James Hetfield to start the year off.
3: Ooh, yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was a good year. I'm glad
2: we all got to spend it together even though 2020 sucked. But? The podcast didn't. The podcast did not. 2020 sucked, but the podcast didn't suck. We did not suck. I think it might have been our best year creatively. (laughs) I think so too. Yeah, you've oh, never yeah. heard the first year we've done this. This this year did not suck at all. Oh, I didn't hear this year's either. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: oh, good because the past mm-hmm. five episodes she hasn't
1: been here. There's been one Laura joke every time. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks. You're welcome. We had to
2: keep your spirit alive. Yeah, That's right. we didn't forget about you. Nope. You're you're like our Marley and me. The who? Christmas Carol. Bob Marley. Oh, I thought you were talking about the dog. <laughs> Marley and Me. No, Christmas Carol. I think the dog dies. It's
1: Marley and Marley. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Nobody watched *Up Muppet Christmas Carol lately?
0: <laughs> all right, Statlin' Wardoff. Ward I love
1: that
2: movie. <laughs> I haven't seen that one in a while. Ah, uh, I love that one. It's the best Christmas Carol out there. Yeah, it probably is the best Christmas car- Carol version. I
1: like that one
3: and like the, the one with Patrick Stewart one. Scrooge. Scrooge.
2: I don't
1: count Scrooge. Just because it feels separate from Christmas Carol in a way. Because Bill Murray is just... Bill Bill Murray. He's Bill Murray. Which is probably my favorite Christmas movie of all time, actually. Scrooged? Yeah. Really? I love Scrooged. I can watch it whatever point it's on. But I'm a huge Bill Murray fan. Yeah. It was okay. It was
2: good. I will watch
1: anything Bill Murray's in.
2: Including Where the Buffalo Roam? Yes. Wow. You are a true Bill Murray fan. Have
3: you been to his restaurant in... wherever no
1: not it's in, in daytona
3: no it's it's almost to jacksonville just i jacksonville.
1: know which one you're talking about no i haven't been there his caddyshack one yeah. yeah no i know where it is i just haven't been there yet He has a caddyshack restaurant yes yeah.
3: it's a I, driving
1: range and restaurant
3: i asked my mom all the time like i was like oh, i want to go eat there because my dad was also a huge fan of of bill murray's and her and my brother went but my idea and I have yet to get to go. I want to well, go. Maybe so.
1: maybe we'll go. We'll we'll figure something out. We'll all go. I want to go. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a podcast outing and we'll all go to Bill Murray's restaurant. I want to go. Sabrina will drive.
3: <laughs> well, three I'm, of us. I'm already there. So <laughs> Sabrina will
1: drive three of us. Yeah. <laughs> You'll just meet us, am which I, is
2: why you, you're not driving. Am I included in this cuz I yes. feel like I'm not included? I just really, said because, three of us.
3: Yeah, he said Sabrina will drive three of us. Well, that and could I'm be Sabrina, here.
2: JL, and you.
3: Why would That's Sabrina three. drive me? I'm up there. Oh. And nobody drives Laura. Nobody drives me. Nobody, nobody tri- drives
2: Laura. <laughs> nobody <laughs> puts right. Laura in a corner.
3: Nobody puts
0: Laura in a passenger seat. <laughs> yeah, oh no, you don't
3: want Laura in the passenger <laughs> no, seat. No, it's bad. It'll take you so yeah. long to get to wherever you're going. Trust me. So
0: does this mean like the entire way up we can talk like this? Like a Bill Murray. It's Bill Murray.
1: You know, I watched Candy Shack yesterday, too.
0: Why am I not surprised?
1: It was on, and I just watched it. I was like, yeah.
0: It's
2: okay. <laughs> Baby Root, it's a candy bar. <laughs> just candy. I was worried about you yesterday, but I found out you were all right. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm going to dance like the gopher. On Nobody that, can see it, but I'm dancing like the gopher. He is dancing like the gopher. So on that note, <laughs> goodbye 2020. I'm Christopher DeVos.
0: Do we want to tell them where we can be found? Nope. No. <laughs>
2: Cuz <'Cause> they <laughs> already found us. That's I for- right. I forget lately. Go ahead. And yeah. we're all right. <laughs> yeah. Tell them where we can You got them find until us. I'm done dancing.
0: Oh boy. Uh, we're on the and Facebook and the official I'm Christopher pod- DeVos. <laughs> <laughs> official um, podcast all right. 42 group page uh you can email us at podcast42show at gmail.com you can head over to our website at podcast42show.wordpress.com it's got all of our listings up there all of our beer ratings all of our shows and we're part of the podfix network
2: i'm christopher devos
0: <laughs> and you can find us anywhere podcast can be found to which if you're listening now you've already found us Artwork by Cute Panda. Find Cute Panda for commissions on Facebook and theme music by Cramo. Find more music on net or on Facebook under Cramo. I'm not putting the phone number. Nobody calls.
2: Do the phone number. Seven I'm Christopher DeVos. 727
0: 238 5887. I'm Simon <Sabrina> Pierre. <laughs> I'm
1: JL Tros. Welcome to the
0: Danger
3: Zone.
0: I'm Laura. Bye.
1: <laughs> Stay fresh, cheese bags. Kenny Loggins was a soundtrack machine. Catch you on the
0: flippity-flop! Gun! <laughs> it
2: was hilarious because Lex took jails. Yeah. Not all conversations or events are 100% accurate. As if you didn't figure that out already. Some things are changed or added or even deleted for the sake of attempted comedy. All sources are never verified and all information is subject to being slightly sketchy. In other words, we are just having some fun. Thank you for listening.
3: This has been a transmission of the Podfix Network. For more about this show and other great Podfix programs, go to PodfixNetwork.com. Okay.
2: Hey, everyone. I love podcasts. Who's got recommendations? And send. That was quick.
1: Do you like comedy? What about movies? pop culture um yeah do you like animals what about science well y- yeah you dig plants what about writing snacks rambling and rant well making I... improv and interviews canadians australians voting forecasts and super reviews. ladies gentlemen credence or comic books sprit breeds bad tv heads that show perfectly picked packages popping up
2: podcasts pointing people to discover other podcasts
1: yes fantastic check out the podfix network podfixnetwork.com at podfix on twitter official underscore podfix on the gram plus check out podfix presents wherever fine podcasts are found the podfix network artist owned and loved